We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody, and welcome yeah, yeah. to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy Daniel Cooper. Man, it's it's a it's a victory pod. We might victory not have won pod, both dude. games, but it's a victory pod. Victory pod. That Rad Key intro music hits a little better when you win a game. Uh, thank you, Rad Key, for letting us do that. Do <laughs> uh, you see that Dave Grohl thing I tweeted with Rad Key? Oh yeah, that was pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Getting shouts out from Dave freaking Grohl, Kansas City band, Radkey. But, dude, I don't even remember last week's midweek game because that was the day we had a podcast. So it's like that one didn't really happen. Right. Instead, we just spanked Vancouver, which sounds a lot like Dan Couser. And I feel like I should live in Vancouver. I don't know. It just sounds better. But we beat Dan him. Dan Couser spanked Vancouver. Yep. It just feels better that way. I mean, we just... <laughs> We beat them and we should have. So I'm having a little, I'm at odds here. Like are sporting good or Vancouver bad? I'm not really sure. Well, we'll talk about it all. <laughs> I mean, we tend to smash Vancouver when we play them. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that a little bit. We will touch on the Houston game, even though we don't really want to stick on it too much. I mean, well, it happened. It. We'll talk about it. We'll move on. It's all good. There's a lot of news this week. There's a lot of things happening in MLS. There's some stuff, man. And, and you know, with the national team tickets going on sale too, coming back to Kansas City, it's it's a big uh, it's a big time. Yeah, you were trying to get some of those tickets and, and SeatGeek was, you know, being a little pest, it sounded like. It wasn't just me, apparently. I was like, am I am I taking crazy pills? I'm not, I'm not doing anything <laughs> wrong here. I've done this. I know how to use a computer, but it all yeah. worked out in the end. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's going to be interesting to, to see, you know, if, if that continues to be a problem, because I think, you know, people are going to have to start contacting their ticket reps if they can't get it sorted out. But yeah, you, you know. know how bad we don't want to use a phone these days? <laughs> we don't want to talk to someone, to a human. No. Get no. the hell out of here. No, I don't, man. I will at all costs, you know, I'll go through Twitter. I'll Live go through chat. chat. Exactly. Bro, bro, I tried to get Universal uh, Studios tickets refunded during COVID and everything twice because i booked it twice because i was optimistic thinking it would pass and i never got a damn refund until i finally went on twitter and was like hey what's what's going on with this refund and they gave it to me like the next day after like eight weeks had gone by i was like what is going on wild it was crazy i'm like twitter's twitter's legit man (laughs) that's where the real ballers are i guess i mean sometimes legitimately like i will get better results 
going through Twitter than I will actually trying to call or email or, or yeah. whatnot. So, you know, I'm not trying to live chat you. I'm not no. trying to do that. Just do, do my stuff. Get it done. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but man, oh man. Uh, it was a fun game, man. Our boy, Daniel Shallowy got on the scoreboard. We'll talk about that. Uh, we have uh, got on the assist board slash on, took a PK uh, or took the penalty or whatever. Earned or the penalty. The Excuse me. Yeah. Drew the foul that earned the penalty that Alan Polito put away. We'll talk about it all. Uh, you know, our boy, Drake Ewing, he's, he's a long time listener. Uh, yes. he, he wrote in, he goes, he's reporting in on the Daniel Shallowy and no other pod stock. Oh, where's it at? He said, currently it's about the price of a lawnmower 3.0. And then he goes, remember to use code no other pod all uppercase oh. at checkout well i appreciate drake what you're doing here lawnmower 3.0 from manscaped that's that's of the past man we are on to the lawnmower 4.0 from Version manscaped 4.0. and Absolutely. i know dan you want to tell people all about it dude you ready for this don't even fast forward right now i swear to god i will punch you right through your phone don't even fast forward because support for no other pod is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world Manscaped offers precision engineered tools from your, for your family jewels. It rhymes, must be true. <laughs> Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, Drake Ewing, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0, Drake. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with its exclusive offer 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. That's all caps, no other pod, all one word. Dude, people are using this thing. Do Manscaped it. is coming at us, and they're like, hey, you guys got some people that uh, want, want this trimmer. I think it's pretty cool. It's awesome. Dude, imagine, have you used yours yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom, okay? Because we're one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and we're I've been blown away by the performance. Um, Jimmy and I aren't doing it together. We're not, like, comparing. Yeah. Uh, That'd be the, weird. Right. It'd be weird to see what kind of designs I'm doing in mine. Uh, You're doing designs. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, yeah, I got a little Mickey Mouse going on. Uh, <laughs> dude, but the craftsmanship and details on the 4.0, next level, right? Yeah. So Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. I now feel confident shaving my fellas. It works. Feel great. It's yeah. safe. It's not it's scary. Very safe. You know, you, you can go bare skin if you want, if you're trying to look like a little boy, <laughs> or you can uh, put a little put a little guard on there and uh, you know, have a little have a little stubble there. Show your man a little bit. <laughs> it works. It's not no. scary. Bro, this upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Why would you ever turn it off? The spotlight I, is clutch. I leave it on. Sometimes oh, yeah. I'll I'll turn the lights off just to have a little fun. You know? <laughs> just a little, little party. Yeah, I call it my uh, spooky shave sesh. Spooky shave sesh. It's a tough one. Tongue That's twister. tough to say. Shit. <laughs> the, <laughs> the lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes one to four. Bro, did I mention wireless charging? The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. Dudes, if you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face, Don't do you've it. been doing it wrong. You stinky face <laughs> nut trimmers, okay? <laughs> no person wants to end up with pubes in their mouth. Not at all. All right. 
So it's time to get your own ball, hair, and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Okay, get 20% off and free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. Should I say it again, Jimmy? Three times. One more time. time. Do it. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code NOOTHERPOD. All caps, all one word, no other pod. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped TM. There it is. Go Bro, do it. You've heard I'm it. Such a good speaker. Like you are. I must have graduated college or something. Did you do that recently? I, I did, bro. Oh I had my to, gosh. I usually don't talk about myself online very often. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, contrary to what people <laughs> think about me and like being on stage in the center of attention. But I, you know, I had to do it, man. Long time coming. It's a big deal. So yeah. congrats to you from all of the No Other Pod family. Quite a bit of likes when we uh, we did a little boost of that post for you. Quite a so. bit of likes. I realized I got a lot more Facebook friends than I thought. It's like <laughs> approaching 400 likes. I'm like, that's kind of oh, the most incredible post I've ever had. That's but, uh, a lot of people. Dude, people, and I see people getting married and they have like three likes and it's like, nah, nah, fuck your marriage. I graduated college. No one gives a shit about your wedding. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's a, it's a big deal. So congrats again. Uh, Thanks, man. And uh, yeah, keep I it got, coming. I had a little Colorado vacation last week. So I was, uh, you know, recorded with you live in a hotel room and I'm back, man. Things are good. It was pretty cool. Yeah. You just to show you guys how committed Daniel Kuzer is to this podcast. He was out of town for his college graduation Yeah, in the great state of Colorado. And he wow. made time to record well, gra- no other pod graduation was not in colorado but you know well i mean i, I turned it vac- into a little vacation vacation yeah, yeah. I, mean, you, I mean it's on the way to colorado dude you think <laughs> you think it's weird here with covid and stuff denver and colorado in general they were kind of it was kind of scary uh i mean i'm vaccinated but like masks everywhere dude no matter mm-hmm. you know only two people in an elevator it was uh it was a little bonkers yeah yeah, well, you know, good thing is more as more people get vaccinated, we will get back to normal sooner. And I mean, SKC announced it full capacity at Children's Mercy Park beginning May 29th. It's coming. Yeah, dude, it's coming. Uh, what are your what were your knee jerk reactions to that news, by the way? That's kind of the, the first news that happened since the, since we last spoke. Yeah, it's going to you know, the club's going to host the Houston Dynamo. Hopefully it'll go better than our, our Wednesday game did on, on May 29th. And, and you know, Look, I know that I'm one of the people who has been on more on the cautious side, and I don't say that in like any sort of like holier than thou way. People are at different places at this point, and that's that's fine. I mean, the science shows that if you're vaccinated, there is a very, very, very unlikely chance that you will get something, and and that's good. Um, for me personally, it's gonna just take a little bit longer to to just get back into sort of that normal feeling environment and you know i i'm still wearing my mask even though i'm i'm fully vaccinated i know that again as i said scientifically that's not necessarily something that's required but um you know the good news is sporting kc's stadium is an outdoor stadium uh a lot of people have been vaccinated i'd like to see that number in wine that get a little higher so well i'll tell you <laughs> Here was my initial reaction when sporting had the news. I, I, they kind of, they broke it first. And I was like, oh man, I've really been kind of living my life by what the CDC says. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think there was probably a lot of backlash, uh, maybe online and Twitter, a lot of people coming at sporting, like this is a bad decision, as well as other people saying like- It's been mixed. 
yeah, like this is a great, I can't wait. You know, this is great. I'm going to have a fun time. If you're not comfortable, stay home, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go too deep into it. I didn't slander or anything like that as I no. could be known, known to do. But then like days later, the CDC is like, hey, masks aren't necessary, especially outdoors, even indoors if you're vaccinated. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I And sporting's over here probably shrugging their shoulders like, <laughs> <laughs> we freaking told you. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I feel better. You know, they, they are going to be offering a 30% discount for fully vaccinated. Well, it doesn't say fully vaccinated for vaccinated fans in stadium. Yes. So it could be that you when are they got doing your that? first. They have not said yet okay. that I've seen. It just they says uh, for in-stadium purchases um, at a June home match. So okay. that is yet to be determined. Here's the deal. They also were offering a, uh, a, a specified section for people who want to wear masks. And I'm like, that's just like, Take putting all the nerd kids at their own lunch table <laughs> at school. Like everyone's just gonna laugh at them. Be like, look at these idiots with masks. No, I don't think. I mean, I, I appreciate. Oh, you don't think that. so? Well, you go sit in that section. <laughs> I appreciate that they're giving. You know, they they don't want people to feel uncomfortable. So if you're if you're comfortable going to a game and not wearing a mask, it's it says it'll be strongly recommended but not required. Okay. And if you want to go to a game but you still want to feel safer, they're gonna have a designated seating section where masks will be required for ticket holders within that area. So I appreciate that they are going out of their way to try to make it uh, reasonable accommodations for people. Um, I did see, and gosh, man, I should have looked this up who it was ahead of time to give them credit. And now I'm blanking and it's too far back in my Twitter, but uh, someone mentioned that, you know, it'd be cool if Sporting KC worked with local health authorities to sort of host a vaccination clinic ahead of a game. Um, I think that'd be really cool, especially knowing that Children's Mercy Park is in Wyandotte County and uh, here it is, uh, Chip Colmia. Yeah, um, my guy Chip said with Sporting KC and Children's Mercy Park going to full capacity, there should be COVID-19 vaccination clinics before games. Put up a banner for photo opportunities at the penalty spot with the caption, I took my shot at Children's Mercy Park. Why not? Why not get like an action shot of someone taking a PK or something? Yeah. Like that seems really cool. And guess what? Unified Government of Public Health uh, of Wyandotte County, they replied to Chip, said, that's a great idea. We're looking into it. What? So. Dude, uh, Chip's good cool. people, man. Chip is wise beyond his years, man. He's a good man. Yeah, so it'd be really, really cool if they could make that happen. But if not, I mean, you guys can, y- y'all know where to go to find your vaccine. Um, we're not going to stick on it too much longer, but uh, no pun intended, stick, get it, shot. Ouch. There it is. It hurts. Uh, but, but it's good stuff, and, and it's going to be what gets us back to normal even sooner. Um, so if you have not yet had a chance, please go get it, and we will look forward to being with you at full capacity at Children's Mercy Park in the very near future. It's going to be crazy, man. Saw my bathroom buddy again. Good times. Oh, yeah. How was that? <laughs> Just a little pee sorts. I mean, he came right over and goes, uh, hey, it's your bathroom buddy. You know, everyone around <laughs> us was like, that is the weirdest thing I've ever uh, been near. <laughs> been within earshot. So uh, I'm like, it's not what you think. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? Is it exactly what you think? Uh, if, if what you think is uh, best friends hanging out in the bathroom, just doing regular bathroom stuff then yeah there you go <laughs> so let's uh let's talk about this houston game a little bit like i said i don't want to stick on it too long mls soccer only even put up one highlight video because there's not a, a, a ton of highlights to show uh lineup you know at this time melia was still out Ilya dropped back to center back as we kind of thought he might because punchach is hurt ec was hurt uh apparently graham smith does not exist Graham who? I mean, uh, we get, we only have one Graham. Okay. There's only enough time, only enough uh, space for one. 
but I didn't hate Ilya back there. I tell you that. No, and we'll talk about him a little bit more in the Vancouver game, especially, but I mean, really all there is to say about this Houston game is this was a vintage sporting KC game. Really? I mean, out possessed Houston at their own stadium, outshot Houston 16 to five at their own yeah. stadium, outshot them on goal four to one. Tell me I if mean, their goalkeeper didn't do a pretty good job though. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he did. I mean, even you look at the XG sporting KC's total team XG 1.7 to Houston's 0.8. I mean, by all metrics, sporting KC technically had the better game, but all of those metrics don't really count because there's only one that does. And it's the scoreboard at the end of the game. And, and what happened in the 55th minute was, uh, you know, sporting KC got bodied off the ball at the midfield and, and Houston was able to kind of just cut up through the, the middle of the field. And uh, there were only a couple guys back. Ilya tried to close down. He couldn't really Fontes kind of got pulled off and Arudi came right up the middle of the field and, you know, basically had a free shot on, on John Pulse camp and, you know, Pulse camp kind of got sent to the right. Arudi shot it to the left. Good on Arudi. I mean, I guess you could argue that maybe Buzio could have tried to bust along to get back a little sooner because Arudi kind of beats Buzio early on and then Buzio never can recover, but that was all she wrote. Isn't it weird to see uh, Maxi Arudi on a, on a different Texas team? <laughs> Man, he's been, he's been around. Cause didn't he go to Montreal after Dallas? He, he was in Dallas. He was in Montreal. He, he had time in Portland. He's now in oh, Houston. Wow. I mean, he's been all over North America. Well, so. good for him, man. I mean, Houston just sounds hot. It yeah. just sounds yeah. like a bad time. It does. I mean, Peter, after the game, I don't think it was particularly a good game for either team. They finished the chance they had. They missed a couple. We missed a bunch, especially after they scored. We created a bunch of chances. We just didn't finish them. And that's... I mean, that's happened to Sporting KC before. Sure. Yeah. And at, at this point, I think, you know, having a midweek game is always rough and so much easier to just throw it away and act like it doesn't matter. Sucks yeah. that it was Western Conference game. You know, we're always fighting for points in the conference, but, uh, you know, you knew you were coming back home. It's like, all right, we got four freaking days. We just need to rest up, you know? And mm -hmm. Peter had said, he's like, you know, normally when you're doing a game, games like this, you go Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday. And we're losing a day. We're going Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. It normally is like that. Why did we get boned? Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird scheduling this year because of sure. uh, everything with with you know the condensed the season start, and COVID sure. and all that stuff. So, you know, it, it's it's a little weird. But um, I mean, the good news is it was a, a quick turnaround to bounce back. You didn't have to wait an entire week between that Houston game and the next game. It was okay. Put that, yeah. put that game behind us. As long as that doesn't become a habit of far out shoot and out possess and statistically outplay your opponent, but still lose, put it behind you and move on. We'll see what happens. And that's what yeah. they did against Vancouver. We're still in that finding chemistry stage. You can kind of tell, um, which rightfully so, you know, we played like a month of games, it seems. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get there. Absolutely. It's I, uh yeah. Did you see the MLS email blast? Do you get that every day, like a daily MLS mm -hmm. blast? Mm -hmm. Today, I think they put into different, like six different tiers. Like the six is like the worst. They're like, oh my God, what is this team even doing existing? And the first is like Seattle Sounders, you know, supporter shield contenders. Right. And we were in like tier two. 
which was like sporting could be dangerous uh, yeah. a little inconsistent right now but when they're clicking good god are they clicking well that's kind of what they said in the power rankings this week too which of course you know nobody likes mlssoccer.com power rankings apparently because every sure. time these come out everybody's just like freaking the hell out so i mean you got to take these with a ginormous grain of salt but uh, i mean what they said about skc and those this week is when skc are on they're one of the best in the league when they're off they're getting shut out by houston right now they're good enough for third in the western conference and i mean that's that's about what it is it's like that ceiling is really high and and that floor is there too but when they fire on all cylinders they they can play with the best of them yeah so for sure but you know we uh Johnny Russell had got, got a little bit of a knock, so he had to come out on Wednesday a bit early, so he did not feature uh, against Vancouver. He was not part of the team selection, but Sporting didn't really miss a beat. It was the return of Tim Melia, which I think got everybody jacked. I was jacked to see Tim back there. I don't know how you were feeling when you saw Tim. A little hype, man. Hype to see Zussi start again, you know, and he played a good 65 minutes. I mean, he's still working his way into full 90, I think, and mm-hmm. uh but yeah, seeing Tim back there, he didn't have shit to do. I tell you that. He, it was great to see Tim back, man. And I, I, you know, he didn't have a damn thing to do back there. But he, uh, you know, I, in the behind the shield thing that Sporting released uh, yesterday was, it looked like he he said to Alan Polito, uh, "You had more saves than I did." <laughs> <laughs> like Tim knew. Tim was like, "I get a bag of Fritos or something. Y'all throw me a, a hot dog." I'm, bored as hell <laughs> yeah it was i mean you could tell pretty early on in the game that just the way sporting kc was going to play with the high press which is not unusual for sporting kc to come out with a super high press but it was causing fits for vancouver from basically at the moment the game started vancouver could not get the ball basically out of their half of the field sporting would win it back around the midline and sporting weren't really creating that great of chances for the first 15 20 minutes but they were certainly dominating and i mean you look at possession for the entire game and sporting kc won possession 67 to 33 so you know yeah. this this was a a pretty one-sided game early on uh but we, you know as, as far as lineup goes we had tim Melia obviously return but Ilya back at center back once again uh, and we had a midfield trio of Gadi Kinda, Gianluca Buzio, who dro- dropped back to the, the number six spot, center defensive midfielder, and then Roger Espinosa. And then on the front line, Shallowy Polito and Kyrie Shelton. And uh, this lineup looked pretty good. Yeah. I mean, uh, with who's available, I mean, isn't that who you choose? I mean, that that's what you got to do. And everyone's excited to see Tim back. And I think it's probably one of the best games to have Tim back to not have him have to do a whole lot you know Absolutely. they always say he needs to save like you know one one good save a game I think he probably had one right it was it was a pretty pretty one-sided game I mean Maxime Cripo for for the Vancouver Whitecaps he actually had not a, a, a terrible game because he was getting the ball volleyed at him left and right I mean early on in what the uh the 21st minute there, I mean, I'm surprised this didn't turn into a goal. It was a gorgeous little cross from Luis Martins into a late running Roger into the box and Roger just right foot redirects it right into the left side of the net or attempted to go into the left side of the net and Cripo just dove right and got a paw to it, punched it away. But early Dude, on, sporting that, looked good. Then there was that one play where there were literally like three shots on goal. Oh and I was God. like, does that register as three saves for him? Because essentially it was. I mean, Daniel got a shot off. Yeah. Uh, 
Rod, was Roger that I don't remember. Polito, I think, was like laying Dude. on the goal line or near everyone the goal gets line. a shot, man. Everyone gets a shot. It was it was crazy. And I, I was like, I applauded. I, I wasn't even disappointed. I was like, you go, Krupo. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, it's tough to say when you give up three goals that the goalkeeper had had a good game, but these weren't all his faults. I mean, no, essentially, though, I mean, he had a decent game. I mean, he, he tried his part. They just the the players lost the battle, you know, before it even got to him. Right, exactly. And you know, uh, Daniel Shallowy, as we mentioned earlier, was very involved in this game. He, you know, he had in like the twenty fifth minute, he had a chance to uh, to basically redirect the ball across the face of goal, and he missed it by like two inches. That was like, nuts. Barely missed it, and you're like, ah, oh, Daniel, like you're you're so close. He'd, he'd been getting involved, couldn't couldn't quite get there. And but it was what? in that moment you knew this dude is focused. This oh, dude's yeah. ready to cash in that no other pod stock. Like he was ready, bro. <laughs> he's he's riding it to the moon. Uh, <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> but I mean, it was what, you know, a minute later, maybe two minutes, where he had a, a little give and go with, with Polito. It's tough to see if Polito really gets a foot to it or not. But either way, whatever happens, it's enough to get the ball back in front of Daniel almost at the exact same spot he was at just seconds earlier. And this time he does not miss. He redirects that right into the bottom right corner of the net. It's 1-0 Sporting KC. Did they not give the assist to Allen on that one? Ah, oh, man. I will have to go look because at... Because essentially it should have been. I know it was just a little bit of give and go thing, but like, I that's an assist in my book. I don't know. They did not give him the assist. So how does that make sense? He He gave it right back to him. That should be an assist. They must have said that the last touch came from a Vancouver player. What? That shouldn't matter. Their, their rules are weird. I mean, a player can touch it <laughs> and someone can still be offside. It's like if the ball was intending to go to them, I don't really understand sometimes. But yeah. I will tell you this. I say Allen got the assist in my book, in which case I'm going to stop saying Allen because that sounds incredibly American. Alan, <laughs> he, he played a part in every goal. He on did. Sunday. I mean, that's so cool. I mean, as Alan, should, it's very expensive. Alan Polito, I mean, Sporting Casey kind of put this up, you know, and, and again, take this with a grain of salt, but most goals and plus assists per 90 minutes since uh, last year, including uh, playoffs, Alan Polito, number one in the league at 0.92 goals plus assists per 90 ahead of even Raul Ruiz Diaz from the first place Seattle Sounders. So Pretty crazy. It's uh, you know, it's, it's it's pretty interesting when when Polito's out there. Sporting KC is definitely a different team, um, but you know, Daniel Shallowy gets that that first goal, and uh, we were feeling pretty confident, or I was feeling pretty confident at that point. So that's why I tweeted that if Daniel scored another goal, and I met in that game, I committed you to bleaching your hair. Yeah, I didn't understand um, <laughs> why that happened. I. I... I can appreciate being brought into a conversation, but I uh, was not really on board with that. And, I did uh, not ask. No, unless unless Daniel would do it with me, then it's a whole different conversation. But uh, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't ready to do that, pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, he got close a couple times. No, you know it didn't it didn't quite. Happen. Now let me say, I tweeted it. You want to know who the literal first person to retweet it was? Who? Your wife. She retweeted that shit. She retweeted that the second I tweeted it out. She was like, "What's she doing on her damn phone?" Mash that retweet. <laughs> She's right next to me. Oh, she might have been in the bathroom and was just like, mm, "I'm pooping and I'm retweeting." All right. She wants you to have that bleached hair. 
No, she does not. Do that That's... sunshine from Remember the Titans look. Oh, sunshine. Could be, man. <laughs> could be. Let, let him through. You got that long hair flowing, so it could happen. Coming. Take some time, man. I'm pretty sure it's done growing. I'm over it. <laughs> but uh, just a few minutes later, uh, Daniel Shalloway was in the box, and he was involved again. Gotti Kinda um, had the ball, and then Kyrie laid it off to Daniel, rebounded, and then Daniel got taken out from behind by Ryan Raposo. Penalty points to the spot. And who else but Alan Polito steps up to take the penalty kick. And man, he does not miss when it comes to penalty kicks. He sent Maxime Cropot one way, and he just calmly put it into the bottom left corner on the exact opposite side of the net of Cropot, and it's 2-0. Yeah, that boy good. He uh, pretty good at the PKs. Looks so very confident. Yeah, I mean, we knew when he signed from Chivas that you know, he was their primary penalty taker and he had won the golden boot and Liga MX. And part of that was, you know, he's, he's a good penalty taker, but sometimes people discount, you know, goals if you score them from the penalty spot, which yes, there is a statistical greater likelihood you're going to convert. But how many times, especially with Tim Melia in goal, have we seen the importance of somebody who can actually take a penalty kick without telegraphing where they're going to go or without having it blocked and, Alan Polito just converts them. So, yeah, he just makes it look real easy, doesn't he? He does. Um, Sporting KC went into the half up 2 0. I mean, like you said, it was, uh, there were, there were opportunities left and right. Graham Zussi in the 55th minute took one off the volley that I thought was going to go in, just right foot, right at, uh, at the net. Cropo saved it there. Um, 56th minute. That's when he made another save. This was that crazy, like, everybody and their mother got a chance to, to shoot off this one. Like you said, Polito was there. Kyrie was there. Daniel was there. Um, Ilya was there. It, it just, I'm watching it again right now. And I, for the life of me, cannot figure out how Sporting Casey didn't score a goal. It was wild, man. We, we, I think we all thought that uh, in the crowd. We were all just like, what just happened? <laughs> But then, you know, Alan Polito shows why he's the uh, the $10 million man. Just a few minutes later, 59th minute, he gets the ball near the top of the box and uh, he does a little fancy footwork, makes a couple of Vancouver defenders miss. At one point, there's like five Vancouver defenders all around him. He just sets up his own shooting lane, shoots it into the left side of the net, scores. That was the final goal. Sporting KC probably could have scored five or six, but we'll take a 3-0 victory. Yeah. We'll take that. Uh, I, you know, I was curious to see if Shalloway would get on the board again because he was, he was working hard, man. He was trying. I mean, for me, I mean, you could argue that Shalloway was man of the match. He, he, I mean, he was involved from the get go, and he just looks like a different player from the last couple of years. Yeah, and yet Alan Polito is the one who gets team of the week, you know. And I'm like, I, Daniel Shalloway gets no love. I, I feel I was watching him the whole time. Yeah, he. For, for a player who's played, what, 120 minutes last season and, and hadn't scored, scored a goal uh, since the end of, um, of, of 2018, or, well, 2019, he scored one goal, but 2018 was his, his good year, uh, he, he looks refocused. And, and it's good because MLS salaries came out and Daniel got a nice little bump from last time we saw his salary. So it's, uh, it's important that he has a good year, and he's also had a contract after this year. So he's, he's really playing for his future with Sporting KC. Playing for his job, absolutely. So, uh, you know, Peter obviously liked what he saw. Um, 
what did you think of Buzio dropping back to that number six spot? He, he's he's not as much on the stat sheet when he's back there, but yeah, he's done it before, um, as we know. But like, it was fine. I I just think if Buzio is on the field, good things are going to happen. Like it doesn't matter where he's at, you know. Yeah, maybe goalie. We don't want to necessarily pop him <laughs> in goal, but you know, number six it, is it his you know a, a normal role? No, but I think it was fine. Yeah, I I actually kind of like him at the number six spot. I think he he uh, he's a little faster, a little more athletic than Ilya is, but he's obviously got the field vision where he can kind of pull some strings, and he's got that offensive mind where even at the six, he's looking into the attack and trying to figure out what are the next two or three steps to lead to a Sporting Casey goal. So I liked him there. I don't hate this Ilya and Fontes center back pairing, man. It's not bad. It's not bad. I don't know how Ilya feels about it, but it's not uh, it's not terrible. I don't know either. I wanted to ask Peter again. I, I was trying to get a question uh, to him to ask about um, what he thinks of Fontas and Ilya and if that's something we're going to continue to see in the future, but they didn't call on me in the post-game presser uh, because Alan Polito got there a little early, I guess. And they told me after he's like, Alan was waiting there and I didn't want to make him keep waiting. And I was like, that's fine. But um, maybe we'll try to get Ilya and we'll try to talk to him and see what he thinks about playing center back. Hey, that works, man. I think he, uh, could have a lot to provide on the on the subject because i'm not gonna lie i think i like the midfield better when it's either remy walter or even Gianluca buzio back there playing six but i like Ilya a lot he's a nice yeah. guy he's one of the veterans on the team now so I'd, I'd hate for there not to be a spot for him yeah i hate for Ilya to be on the bench you know if you got to put him in center back then then why the hell not and they must have trained with him there all week because peter wouldn't have done, put him there otherwise yeah, I mean, EC could come back. I mean, he's he was listed as questionable, so he it could be that he's he's ready to come back at at any time, really. Um, so when he comes back, he was the first choice center back next to Fontes to start the the year. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Fontes looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Still early, but I, I could I could confidently say that. When I see Fontas on the lineup sheet and he's a back there at center back, thus far, it's weird. I actually thought about this when I saw the, the sheet. I'm there's a little comfort knowing that Fontas is there and how he's played so far this year because I'm like, he's been our most consistent solid player. He's the he's the 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 only center back that's really had any sort of consistent playing time back there due to injury. And you know. Punchech was was up and down. Cave Rad, okay, he's new. Ilya, that's that's an interesting experiment. But Fontas has sort of been almost like a weird little comfort blanket back there this year. It's been nice, and it's you know, if he gets beat, which hasn't happened very often, he is a little slower to get back there. It's a little mm-hmm. scary sometimes, but as long as he doesn't get beat, I mean, things seem good. There was one time against Vancouver where he kind of sort of got beat, and Tim came out and kind of bailed him out. But but yeah. Tim, I mean. That's part of what Tim does. Tim knows his teammates. He knows their strengths. He knows their weaknesses. Sure. He's not afraid to come out. That's for sure. How many times have we seen Tim come running out of goal? I mean, the very first game he ever played for sporting was him running out of goal to head the ball. That was the very first touch of the game. Yeah. (laughs) Set the tone for his future right there. I love it. So um, just a dominant win. Sporting KC, the XG was 4.1 to 0.9, 26 shots to nine. It it was uh, all in all a dominant win. And it, uh, it shot Sporting KC up to third place in the West. So heading into 
uh, competition on Saturday night, late 9 p.m. start, kickoff 9.08 p.m. against the San Jose Earthquakes. So uh, I don't know, man, how you feeling facing Wando and the Quakes in San Jose? Well, I, I hate the late games. You know I do. I'm going to mm-hmm. bitch about the late games. But I, uh, you know, is San Jose doing well? They've lost their last two, but they played Portland and Seattle. So well, that's those that's are a couple a good teams. A couple good teams. I hate for them to lose their uh, last three. Ayo. But I think, <laughs> you know, I think I think we can get the job done, man. It's just the travel, you know, because I think they'll be flying in on the same day mm-hmm. as they're tending to do. Or are they going to go on Friday? They're going to go on Friday. So they'll go a day early. Yeah. That's different and not at all in accordance to what they've been doing. As, you know, things maybe are, are loosening up a little bit, but, um, you know, the last victory for San Jose was when they played RSL, you know, a few weeks ago. And that was, uh, this Wando guy, he's pretty good. You know, they were down one zero and, uh, Wando comes back, gets 83rd minute goals, one, one, four minutes later, Wando gets 87th minute goal two one. And, and that was San Jose's last victory. So the dude may, might be 8,000 years old, but he still finds ways to put the ball in the back of the net. And he probably will against us too, just to say it right now. Like that's just what he does, man. He's good at it. Yeah. And if you lose track of him, if Fontas loses him over his back shoulder or something, he's going to tap it in. It's just the way it is. And he's, he's so good at that. And I don't get it. He's not like some small little bug on the field. He's a normal <laughs> sized dude. And you're not, I, I don't know how you lose sight of him. He's not like a, a quick Sebastian Jovinko or anything, you know? He's normal. He's, he's a crafty little bugger. He's not fast. Like in sprints, he, no. he's a poachers forward and he gets it done. And that's why it's astonishing that it's always so good. He just, he knows how to make those subtle movements where, you know, the center back will shoulder check him and he's there. And, and right as the center back's looking back, he'll like just shift right behind him and make the late run. And next thing you know, he's running by you and just redirects a little tap and right into the net. And you're like, what the hell just happened? That's all it is. He's not scoring galazos. He's not even uh, uh, he's not even scoring headers or anything, dude. They all happen at like back post happens and shit. It's ridiculous. And yes, he does score headers. I know before anyone tweets at us and is like, what about this header? No, I know he <laughs> scores headers, but he, he's just a, he's a poacher. And it's uh, you hate him, but you respect him. Our last game against San Jose was obviously in the playoffs last year. And that, that was, was the one crazy. where Buzio scored what we thought was a late winner. And then San Jose comes back and scores and it goes to extra time. And uh, then it went to penalty yeah. kicks and, and Sporting KC won on a They're going to perfect... have some revenge on their mind, man. They will because Sporting KC won on a perfect penalty kick shootout. 3-0. That's the quickest penalty kick shootout you can have. We converted all three and Tim blocked all three. That was absolutely... <laughs> astounding i couldn't believe it yeah so you know shout out to tim for that but um this i think this will be a tough one on the road this is not going to be easy so now first time going to california this year you know west coast games can usually take it out of you with the time difference and uh the travel and whatnot yeah it's going to be late you know a a result is certainly possible i don't think i can sit here and confidently predict a, a win because there's still some unknowns as far as injury status of Johnny Russell of EC of you know some of these guys who you'd like to see in the lineup we just don't know but if they roll out the same lineup we started with last week I I feel pretty good about that you know yeah I wouldn't hate it no you gotta do what you gotta do and I 
I think we can get it done if we have to roll those guys back out, you know, and, 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 you know, they probably got a lot of rest going on. They probably rested Monday and Tuesday, man. They'll train Wednesday, Thursday and get back on the road. At least they won't be overtraining. You know, they'll be resting their bodies. It's going to be pretty cool. So using the old Norma tech boots or something. We'll uh, we'll see if uh, sporting KC can capitalize on their momentum and, and get a result or a victory. Uh, they'll have a team of the week striker in the lineup because Alan Polito made team of the week this week. Yes. So shout out to him. Shall we made the uh, no other pod team of the week. That's, uh, <laughs> As always I've been working on. It's a publication. It's, <laughs> it's quiet. And uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to still, I'm going to keep riding high on, on, on Daniel Shallowy. I know that, you know, you were, I think the, one of the first ones in the preseason to call Daniel Shallowy being the guy to watch. Yeah. I'm not usually a very smart man, but uh, I feel pretty smart now. That's that college grad brain right there, baby. Credit where credit's due. And I'm, I'm not trying to put anyone on blast, but one of our listeners, Adam Linos, we we see you there. I mean, Uh May, May 13th, he tweeted at us. Stop the shallow we love. The guy can't get it done. Whoa, whoa, that was said? I missed it. Yeah. Oh, boy. I know he's cheap, but the guy has who comes in has to score, and he he said he ducked out of the way with a header like he was scared, and then he put hashtag love no other pot. So thank you for that. Forgiven. (laughs) All is forgiven. No, I can – dude, people love to rag on shallowy because he needs to score goals, right? But now – He's doing more than that, dude. He's taking guys on one-on-one. He's getting up the field. He's spreading it wide. Graham Zusi crosses the freaking ball to Daniel Shallowy every time. Right. Every time Graham gets the ball, look where Graham's eyes are. He's looking towards Shallowy. He wants to cross it far left. When Shallowy's feeling it and when he's confident, he's real good. Yeah. He can get in his ruts, and, and that's why I like, you know, He's a streaky player, it seems Why do like. we rag on him so hard? Johnny Russell isn't scoring any goals. Is anyone ragging on him? Johnny Russell's linked to a possible move back to Europe. Yeah, says who? The fake news son or whatever? Right. That's the issue. You yeah. know, it's like, that's not even real, <laughs> dude. Let's call Johnny up right now. I'm about to slide in his DMs and be like, <laughs> put some truth to this, Johnny. Is there truth to this? You should know. Here's the deal. So we, uh, I didn't. Even... ragging on Johnny, is what I'm saying. No, and Johnny, Johnny could be better. Um, I, I didn't even know that these rumors about Johnny Russell existed. Anthony Martinez, one of our, our uh, you know, consistent listeners, tweeted at us, said, thoughts on Johnny Russell being linked to a move back to England. And I had to look it up. And so I saw it was The Sun. And I was like, it's a long story, but The Sun is not the most reliable newspaper. But, but supposedly, they've linked him to Sheffield United and Fulham, who are both already relegated. And but why uh, would Johnny leave Newcastle. an MLS Cup winning team in 2021 to go play for relegated clubs see what i did there <laughs> here's potentially why i spoke it you did it's gonna happen put it out there i'm with you here's <laughs> the rub johnny russell is out of contract at the end of 2021 there is no club option there is no player option he currently makes according to the latest salary figures released 1.6 million dollars he takes up a designated player spot he's 31 years old um the question is does johnny russell need to make 1.6 million dollars and take up a designated player spot for sporting kc given his production so far i mean you know dude fans will riot here's the deal so those are minds his first year with sporting kc 2018 10 goals 10 assists perfect 2019 it was the down year 
nine goals, nine assists. It's, it's still pretty good. 2020, weird year, shortened year, six goals, four assists. Okay, you know, shortened season, not as good. But, you know, he's only played five games, started three, zero goals, one assist, and 194 minutes so far this year. That's not a large sample size, but that's also – 1.6 million in a DP. That's that's a lot of money for a 31 year old. It's the captain's armband curse, man. The mo- the moment they gave him this captain's armband, which is nothing but a symbol, he started getting <laughs> hurt. All right. Well, and 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 I would be the first one. Like Johnny leaving Sporting KC would do much worse things to me than Dom ever did. Like Dom leaving, I know people were upset at the time. I would say Johnny is a more beloved member of Sporting KC than Dom Dwyer. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but I think he is. Um, yeah, why is that? I mean, it started with that Vancouver game when he was about to ready to fight Kendall Waston. That was a big one. We like that, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, JFR, WrestleMania, like all of this stuff that's just, he's ingratiated himself to the Sporting KC fan base, and then he gets the captain's armband. And, you know, Sporting KC and Peter Vermees aren't stupid. They know that they're giving him the captain's armband in the final year of his big contract when he's a designated player. Like, I don't think they're trying to set themselves up for an awkward situation at the end of this year, but it's fair. They thought maybe it would make him get, get nuts and and go off and maybe give him a year extension. You know, it's, it's just, it's fair to ask if at the end, and it doesn't even have to be the end of this year. If Sporting KC do not get a contract extension done with him, he can sign a pre-contract with somebody six months out before his contract expires. So in the summer, so next month, he could decide that I want to go test the waters in the Premier League if Newcastle wants me. That one feels a little far-fetched, but so like early July, he could he could sign something potentially anywhere. Yeah, on a free. not in the U.S., just just European. Uh, correct. Yeah. Okay. Because there's MLS weird rules there. Right but he could potentially go back to Europe and yeah, you, you think about a guy like that. And it's like, well, that's where family is. You know what I mean? And like, right. is that the end of the world? So like to hear that you're like, is it, is there truth to it? I don't know, man, maybe. Yeah. That's People where it gets lose their minds. That's where it gets tough. So I don't know if you look at the, uh, the other people who are out of contract after this year, Johnny Russell, Graham Zussi, Roger Espinosa, Daniel Shallowy, Graham oh, Smith Zuzi. and Kendall McIntosh. But those first four, man, out of contract, no option. Russell, Zussi, Espinosa, Shallowy. If, if any of those people leave. What are you doing right now? Why are we talking about this? <laughs> uh, it's so it's in May and you're making me sad. Well, I mean, it's the son's fault. Well, <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds hilarious. <laughs> I see you, son, yeah. brightening up the day. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's just something to think about. As, as it goes on, but we did get salary numbers. So we know as, as we pretty much knew Alan Polito, highest paid player on the team, 2.2 million, Johnny Russell, second highest paid player, 1.6 million. This is where it gets interesting. The third and fourth highest paid players on the team, a couple of center backs, Andre Ufantis, 1.125 million and Nicholas Isimat Mirin, 1.028 million. So, and then wow. you got Ilya Sanchez comes in at third million dollars. He's got a nice little raise and he's playing center back. Yeah. So huh. is a million too much for what Ilya is putting on the field? I don't know. No, because Ilya question. just became a utility player. Like <laughs> That's true. Ilya just became, uh, you play wherever the hell I say you play. <laughs> it's true. So, but I mean, you know, then you have uh, 
got a keen dead just under a million. Graham Zussi up at 700,000. Kyrie Shelton got a good little raise up to 650. Remy Walters at 650. Poonchech is at 575. And then, yeah, you know, it keeps going down from there. Daniel Shallowy, he was in the 160-ish range, I think, if I remember last time we saw salaries. He's up to 450,000. So it's, uh, you know, there's some players on here that are making a, a good amount of money and um daniel they, keeps rolling he could get another contract man he really he could. could i think they'd want to bring him back i think they'd want to bring zussi back i don't know if they bring zussi back at seven hundred thousand dollars zussi's playing for his job right now man he knows jalen's knocking on that door and graham's like i don't age have you he seen these good. legs these hairy legs are, are beastly you know he looks good so all right stop crushing <laughs> It's uh, it's weird. I know, like, this is a thing across professional sports, but when, like, some of these young guys, I'm just like, you know, Buzio is making $127,000. Like, what do you do with that amount of money at 18 years old? Yeah, that's something else, right? I mean, obviously, uh, buy a car. I mean, <laughs> you don't have a house yet, so, like, right. buy, you buy a car, right? I guess so, but I don't know. Shout out to him. Good job. Get that bag. Um. Let's ask a couple questions here before we, we, we do a couple of news and notes from around the league, and then we'll, we'll sign off here. Uh, let's see. Daniel Gooden, what do you think Kinda's best position is? I could see him as a winger. And what do you think of him being a designated player? I, I, I don't potentially enjoy the designated player uh, assignment. I feel like he gets the ball taken away too easily. Is that, uh, is that fair to say? He can get, I mean, that's what happened in Houston. He got muscled he, off the ball at midfield and it's that led happened to a goal. in other games. I, I just, I'm like, how is this happening? But then other times it's like, oh, look at this hard ass header he just scored, like right outside, you know, right inside the box or whatever. How did he even get the force behind that to put it in the goal? That, that was nuts. He's got some really good creativity in and around uh, the final third, but sometimes he does too much and it's like they just take the ball from him. Yeah. We haven't really seen him as a winger. I mean, kind of, sort of, no. he rotates out there. He might have had a game there, but I, I don't know if, you know, I like him in that sort of attacking midfield role. I, I think he's a DP just because there was nobody else that we had to label as a DP. He could have been bought down with allocation money pretty easily if there was another designated player that they were going to sign. So I don't get hung up on that too much, but I think, you know, compared to some of the other designated players in the league, he's maybe not quite at that level but i think that's more of a formality right now than anything else so we'll see hmm. um thomas farrow said did vermees find his preferred starting 11 against the white caps um and he goes with the exceptions of alternating starts for uh you know remy walter and espinoza and jalen Lindsay and graham zussi thomas thinks this is it and he loves the spanish center back combo and uh, wants to see more minutes from uh wilson harris and cam duke but um I mean, you said it, you'd feel good if this 11 came back out against the quakes, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that, uh, the, the preferred starting lineup was who was available. I mean, mm -hmm. you would think EC Matt Marine would, would fall into that center back spot if he was available. Yeah. Other than that, you know, then where does Ilya, Ilya go? Does he go back up to the six and maybe Roger sits on the bench? I don't know. Where does Ilya go? Where does Johnny Russell fit in? Yeah, I mean, obviously Johnny would probably be. I don't know. It's it's weird to have too many options at winger now. Like we always kind of talked about filling that left wing spot, but now it's kind of like let's let's roll with this for a minute, right? 
Yeah. I mean, Johnny Russell was named captain before the season starts. So it feels weird to be like, there's, and he's a $1.6 million player. He's the second highest paid player on the team. If Johnny Russell's healthy, he needs to be on the field and he will be in the starting 11. But Shallow is doing pretty good on that left wing spot. Kyrie is doing pretty good too. So, I mean, it's a good problem to have because if you put any combination of those three out there, I'm feeling pretty good on any given night. But if Johnny's healthy, he's going to be involved more often than not. I would think so. so. Let's see here. Cordell Collins says, I know we completely demolished Vancouver, but can we really take much away from that since we have owned them the last six meetings? It seems like maybe this wasn't as big of a win as the scoreline said. What do you think? Say the first part of that again. I know we completely demolished Vancouver, but can we really take that much away since we have owned them in the last six meetings? There it is. I mean, are (laughs) are we great or is Vancouver bad? I mean, it's, I don't want to get too excited. Three goals is a lot to score, even on a bad team. Um, and also their forwards, by the way, look larger than me. Like I'm a, I'm a pretty stocky dude, but their forwards look like linebackers. Yeah. Who's that? That, that Cavallini and uh, uh, the home. Yeah. He was humongous. <laughs> I was like, Who are these guys? You know, we got, we got long, you know, daddy long leg shallowy on the left over there. And, <laughs> and you know, uh, Kyrie's not small. He's tall, but he's not, wide right but it's it's we should have beat these guys right yeah can we get so excited maybe wait to see what happens against san jose i'm glad that cavallini and dahoma didn't get that much of a chance to really do anything against Ilya and fontas because you know they could have exploited some lack of athleticism back there but they just weren't quick i was just like who are these guys yeah so you know we'll see i you know it's tough to know. I mean, we're, we're, we're starting to see that Sporting KC, if we fire on all cylinders, it can be pretty good. I don't want to get too excited. You know, I, I, it's hard not to get excited, though. Like, 3-0 is, is excellent at home. Like, we all yelled, you know? A 3-0 victory against the Vancouver Whitecaps does not totally erase the memory of the Wednesday game against the Houston Dynamo. It doesn't. So That's, that's a rough one. Even at 1-0, that, that hurts. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, and then Connor Bateman, final question. Uh, should Buzio keep playing the sixth spot? We seem to look a lot better with him there. Um, and then he wants to know if uh, if we'll have Kyrie on the pod anytime soon. Maybe you never know. Oh, and uh, he says he says he needs that no other pod magic like Shallow we got. Damn, do we need him on here? Well, maybe we'll see. We're trying is to get Ky- some players on. Is Kyrie a good interview? You usually tell me who's good and who's not. Kyrie's I like Kyrie. There Kyrie's you go. A good one Kyrie's to to. good. Jimmy Jimmy gives the veto. If they're no good <laughs> so if they haven't been on here it's because jimmy said <laughs> well no that's not entirely true but All i do them. know the ones who are less likely to give you something Le- less likely to have fun is what you mean i mean there's some and i understand it if i were a player i'd probably be this way too you kind of learn the cliche buttoned up answers because you don't want to be the one who's caught saying something and then the sound sure. clip goes viral and whatnot it's like Let's the quarterback speak the nippleless shirts, dude, that, that went pretty, uh, <laughs> that got pretty popular real fast. We got Johnny to open up a little bit with us, but mm-hmm. I mean, Kyrie's probably got some fun stories too, man. Kyrie's just a positive dude. I he feel is. like he needs his own uh, t-shirt line or something. I feel like he just needs some kind of positive t-shirt brand. I'd buy yeah. it. I, I always enjoy talking to Kyrie, but Buzio at the sixth spot, I, we talked about it a little before. I liked it, but I also I like Remy Walter that. there but I don't think they'll stick Busio there forever because they're trying to make some money off him in the future. And no number six is going to bring the amount of money that he will at the number 10. Right. So we'll see. Um, 
you know, I did Cordell Collins. I, I said the last one was the last question, but he did also mention if we have any thoughts on Polito getting called at least into the preliminary roster for the, the nation's league for El Tree. Yeah. We'll see if he actually plays or not. It's, it's preliminary. I don't know. Peter had, did that whole thing about, we're going to have a talk with the Federation and, and yeah. see what their plans are. Have a talk with Teddy Martina and, and give him uh, <laughs> what's his what's his name Tata, Mar- Tata Martina. <laughs> it's uh, he needs to get on him, dude, and be like, "Listen, are you going to play my guy, or are you going to hurt my guy?" Right, because we okay? don't need him getting hurt. I don't want him to go, dude. It's been twice now. Third time, he's going to like knock on wood, tear his ACL or something. I don't want it. Yeah, this who is did, crazy. Who did not get called in was uh, Chicharito, and that dude's tearing it up. That's insane. So why was he blacklisted? Uh, he just said Javier isn't in the list because we went with other central forwards. Right. Other central forwards <laughs> that, that are not leading the MLS MVP race. Good, good, good. Yeah. So what an idiot. Who's picking this lineup? Apparently he is. I guess. <laughs> but you're so. I, nothing against Alan Polito, but good Lord. Chicharito is all people are talking about right now couple other MLS news and notes. Aaron Long ruptured his Achilles, which sucks for the Red Bulls, but it also sucks for the U.S. men's national team. He'll be out for like eight months. So that's going to have an effect on uh, World Cup qualifying matches, potentially for the U.S. men's national team. Uh, But the biggest league news, I guess, this week was the Columbus crew slash Columbus SC slash Columbus crew again, rebrand slash not rebrand slash kind of rebrand. What are we doing? Like why, <laughs> why? I mean, if anyone from sporting is listening, please don't rebrand. Like we, we really love what we got here. Yeah. Columbus is like trying to be different and new. And it's like, you're pissing people off. Like mm-hmm. they had to save their club once and now hashtag save the crew is trending again. And it's like, what are they doing? Well, they did this weird rebrand where they called it Columbus SC, which I think we talked about last week because yes. it had just happened and they changed everything. Why and, do it though? Why in the middle of the season? Like, hey, we're well, going to change who we are. So they did that. Everybody freaked out, including the Columbus crew fan base. And they basically were saving the crew again. They had a meeting with the front office and then the front office came out and was like, fine. Okay, we'll, we'll be called the Columbus crew. No, no SC even. We're going to be called the Columbus crew. Okay, cool. that's good. And then just before we recorded here, Earlier on Tuesday, they released an updated version of their crest, which it's still the new crest, but they got rid of the weird arrow and it's got the little 96 now and it says Columbus Crew. But I'm like, what what are we doing? Just go back to just go back to the old and and in in the video where they announced they're the Columbus Crew forever. One of the owners is wearing a Columbus Crew jacket with the old crest on it. And I'm just like, what are you like? It's a good crest. Keep so dude it's this weird. is bad that's it sounds like a dumpster fire it sounds like the the you know old ownership screwed them and the new ownership's trying to screw them again in a different way <laughs> well i mean it's it's the haslams who who own this and, and they own the uh um cleveland browns and okay. and the cleveland browns have had a couple of jersey redesigns in the last few years like they did a, a jersey redesign and then they did another jersey redesign where they went back to the original Once, why Baseball jerseys are so boring. Well, those are football teams. You said Cleveland Indians, I thought. Cleveland Browns. Oh, didn't you say Indians? No, I did not. All right. But the record, they're going to be show that he said Indians. <laughs> the <record> show. <laughs> they're going to be uh, Cleveland baseball team starting next year because they're changing their name. Oh, they're dropping Indians. Finally, yeah. Gotcha. So they should go back to the Cleveland Spiders because that's what okay. they used to be. Yeah. Right. So. 
but I don't know, man, that's, that's the big news this week. And I think that's about all I got for this week. Cool, man. So I don't know about you, but I, I think, uh, I think that's a pretty solid victory pod. Yeah, that covers it. And we'll, uh, you know, we're working on securing our next guest mm-hmm. and, uh, hopefully, hopefully get a victory here this weekend, man. Absolutely. In the meantime, I'm not going to put our, our listener on blast because I don't, they didn't intend this to go out public, but you know, if, if you tweet us and say, Hey, you can give me a shout out. We'll let you know next time. But y'all know we love our Hello Tushy bidets, right? HelloTushy.com slash no other 10% off. Get your Hello Tushy bidet and it'll change your life. Are you putting <laughs> someone on blast right now? Well, one of our, li- it's not on blast. One of our listeners, I just don't know if he wants his business out there. He sent us a DM and he goes, the worst thing about going back to the office, it's no Tushy bidet. Dude seriously i was in denver and i was like what even is toilet paper not to mention one ply hotel toilet paper right i was like i this is awful this is the worst time of my life i came home i didn't even have to go to the bathroom i sat on my bidet anyway i was like it's time to freshen up baby a little rinse oh my god i never thought that i would love it so much and you know you never know what you have till it's gone yeah so if so, you don't have one, you don't even know what you could have. You don't know what you're missing. So go to hellotushy.com slash no other and get a Hello Tushy bidet 10% off courtesy of no other pod. Do it. What are you waiting for? So, but I think that's really all we got this week, man. We'll be back next week with hopefully another victory pod after Sporting KC takes on the San Jose Earthquakes. But in the meantime, make sure you give us a follow. It's not called subscribe anymore because Apple Podcasts has gotten all weird. So make sure you follow <laughs> us. Give us that five-star rating and review and we'll give you a shout out and uh make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram at no other pod at dan Kuzer at jcmac03 like us on facebook facebook.com slash no other pod and shoot us an email no other pod at gmail.com but until next time he's dan i'm jimmy we'll catch y'all later see ya manscape.com secret super shave sesh <laughs> This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.